This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into the happy hour. Hope the weekend was good. Happy Monday. Nick Sainert, Enrique Alvarez. Clary joining you. Rico, what's up? Hello. How's it going? Dude, had a great weekend. It was really fanta- fantastic weather. Uh, it was amazing. It was. It's a little it's a little chillier today. Still tolerable. Yep. I think it's like a high of 55 today. Yeah. It's it's really the wind, man. It's Every the wind. Time. It's Every the, time. it's that it's that darn wind. I went to I, the zoo the other day. Okay. With the kiddos. Omaha or Lincoln? Lincoln. Okay. Well, I still think they're a little young for the Omaha Zoo. It's a lot of walking. Okay. So, it, it really, the, it's a lot of me or Rachel pulling a wagon I have two kids in it. I have not been to the Lincoln Zoo in a very long time. I just went to the Omaha Zoo last fall, mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty enjoyable, actually. Oh, the, I love the it. Omaha Zoo's not bad. I cannot wait until the kids are old enough. Like, I'm going to go, like, five Mm-hmm. When when so Ellie will be what seven KJ will be five Ellie will be seven not when that happens oh. when he's five she'll be seven man I was I was about to say no she's gonna be I'm four, getting old she's gonna be four this year that's still she pretty starts, old she starts kindergarten next year wow how about that maybe hopefully we'll see I don't know um, I don't know the whole logistics I don't know about signing kids up for school or you're anything. not you're not part of that so I I mean we I will be but I don't know how to do I don't know how to go through any of that <laughs> I'm a first time I'm a first time <laughs> parent going through first this time man. I don't know what's happening <laughs> first time dad but no it's great it's it's fantastic the Lincoln Zoo is amazing love feeding best, the giraffes I was to say best part of the the Lincoln Zoo specifically oh it's feeding the giraffes okay it's fantastic I, feeding the giraffes is great they have one little alligator out there the penguins are amazing mm. I love the penguins. Um, the gator's not out yet, though. It's still too cold. Yeah. Um, the turtles aren't out yet either. Um, but it's it's. I, I just love feeding the giraffes because their tongues are so massive. So they like mm-hmm. kind of put their heads up to the thing, and then it's just, the tongue just comes all the way out, grabs the lettuce. The kids love it. Every once in a while, it'll like lick Ellie's finger, and she freaks out. She I'm thinks sure. it's hilarious, but she'll like freak out. It's great. I love giraffes. I I my favorite part, and this might be weird. Favorite part of the. Um, the Omaha Zoo when I went. I can't speak on the Lincoln Zoo. Favorite part of the Omaha Zoo was definitely the gorillas. You love the gorillas? Gorillas were awesome. Yo, they act they, out. They just, they just chill. or They act out. It's they great. either act out or they're just sitting there against a tree stump and they got their giant, giant belly. Yep. And everybody's just staring at them. He's just, they're just like looking. They're just chilling sunbathing. And they're like, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. We had one. When, uh, when in reality, if they come against that glass, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, I, when I'm Ellie out. was smaller... I want to say when she was like two, we went to the zoo um, while uh, Rachel was pregnant with KJ. So, yeah, she was two. Um, and we were right up on the glass with the gorillas and she like kind of put her hand on the glass. One of the gorillas like walked over, put his hand on the glass. Mm-hmm. We were like, this is such a great moment. And then everybody comes running <laughs> yes! over to yes! get pictures and the gor- gorilla just runs away. Yep. And I go, I hate all of you. Yep. I hate all of you. It was a great moment between Ellie and the gorilla. And, and that's the that's the issue is that you got so many Ruined people there it. with cameras and all that. They're like, oh my gosh! Yeah. So I'm like, get away, 
Anyway, this but, is my child's but, moment. But good weekend. Yes, great weekend. That's good. Fantastic weather. I didn't get to get out to softball, unfortunately. Um, they did lose the series to Michigan. I saw that. Uh, they got run ruled in the first game, run ruled Michigan in the second game, and then lost four to two in the final game, the rubber match, uh, shall you say, uh, against Michigan. So they they went down uh, one to two in the series against Michigan. Yeah. So Crowbait says the Omaha Zoo is where the video went viral. Of the gorilla cla- uh, cracking the glass. Yeah. So I've had I've had a scare with the orangutans. Oh, dude, orangutans the, are the, the orangutan. Terrifying. I was little. And I was there with like my aunt, and uncle, cousins, yeah. and stuff like that. And as the normal five year old that I was at the time, mm-hmm. I was taunting the, the the orangutan as all of the children do. without even thinking much of it. Mm-hmm. I turn around, the orangutan comes running, hits the glass, the big boom happens inside the zoo. I whip around real quick, and the orangutan is staring right at me after he pounded the glass. Yep. Scariest moment of my childhood life. Mm-hmm. That now, now I know never to. He he would have that orangutan would have ended you. Yeah, he would have eaten me for breakfast. They are. Massive and very smart. Yeah, they they were, but I, I just kept I ta- I taunted them. I did the Angel Reese to Caitlin Clark, mm. and here we were. Caitlin um, <laughs> Clark would have gone an Angel Reese. I think it would have ended differently. <laughs> I, I think so too. I, but not not if I would have went at the orangutan, it would not have ended differently. It would have ended so. exactly how that would have gone. <laughs> You're Caitlin Clark in this situation. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Of course, of course. Um. Anyway, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you guys. The entire show got a good one coming up on tap here. Uh, we will talk. Unfortunately, if you're a, a non-SEC fan, you're not in the best mood, and you won't be in, in a couple minutes when I tell you a, a statistic regarding some of the major sports in the country. Uh, we'll get to that. And then we'll, we'll obviously break down the uh, the women's basketball title game last night. Uh, we might touch on the Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark stuff, but more importantly, I want to talk about the officiating because we both agree, Rico, that's something that's kind of been buried underneath all the drama. Yeah, there's so there's so many layers to that game that are just buried underneath uh, Angel and, and, and Caitlin that I think needs to be flushed out and needs to be talked about. Um, like the first half explosion from one yeah. of LSU's bench players who went off for 21 points after averaging eight points this season, and I believe zero points over the last two games. Well, it was 2.2. She had scored 11 points total, so 2.2 per game in the entire NCAA tournament mm-hmm. going into that game. And she explodes seven for seven, five for five from deep yeah. uh, in the first half of that game. She ended up taking one more shot the rest of that game yeah. and missed it. So she was seven of eight, five of six from deep. But it didn't matter because LSU had it completely under control. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, and then at one we we'll be joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska, uh, our usual Monday guest, as he, he kind of breaks down Husker basketball because – They've been, I don't want to say quiet in the transfer portal market, but they've reached out to teams, or guys, I should say, haven't really struck gold on anybody, and there's not a lot of movement. And I'm kind of surprised at that. Maybe more comes after the NCAA tournament you know, uh, concludes this evening with San Diego State and um, UConn. But either way, it's interesting because... Normally, you're used to hearing Nebraska, especially under Fred Hoiberg, be in a position where they're getting transfer after transfer after transfer, or at least a major player. But unfortunately, to this point, Nebraska's missed out on Isaac Trout. That We know they contacted him. They missed out on John Tanji from Colorado State. We know we, they contacted him. We know they're in contact with Kirk Creesa from Arizona. Mm-hmm. But there's been some... There's That's quieted down a little bit as well, the Arizona transfer. He led the Pac-12 in assists last season. Transfers visits West Virginia and Nebraska. Those are it's kind of a two team race there. Visited Nebraska early last week, 
and it's been kind of quiet ever since. Um, Those there's are two very different teams. Yeah, there there are they are. But what's also fascinating in that is that there's the angle and the layer of there's some attitude issues and on the floor kind of um, expression that that seems to maybe be a problem for uh, for some coaches and programs so that they might not take a risk on Kerr Creases. So we'll talk to Steve about that and then also Husker football as we'll get to watch practice tomorrow morning once again um, down at the Hawks Championship Center. So once again, 402 464 Five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line, both those open for you guys, as well as the video stream, Amazon Music, Amazon Prime, all that good stuff yeah, as well. Download the podcast off of Amazon. Yeah, and also if you have Allo Cable Channel nine fifty one, thank go you. Ahead and check us out. So many, so many chances. We're on TV. Uh, okay, so Rico, we're going to play a little bit of a game, and I think you're going to be pretty good at it. Ooh, okay, you're going to be pretty good. I love. I, I would things. not. I would not be surprised if you go. Let's see, three, five, seven for seven. All right. Mm, now that's a lot of pressure. The SEC has won the last two College World Series baseball titles with two different teams. Okay. What are those two teams? Vanderbilt? Nope. Okay. Oh, no, it's Ole Miss. Yep. And that was that was last year, two years ago now. Yeah. Two years ago. Hold on. Give me a second. Because it wasn't Vandy. It was not Vandy. Virginia was the one before them. Uh-huh. It was not Vanderbilt. Who was it? Maroon. I can't even think of that. Oh, Mississippi State. Mississippi yeah, because oh, the state go. of Mississippi won back-to-back. Yep. Back. yep. Okay. So, so the SEC has won the last two College World Series baseball titles yep. with Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. The last two women's college basketball titles have been won by two different teams from the SEC. South Carolina, LSU. Yep. And the SEC has won the last four college football titles with three different teams. Georgia, Georgia, Bama, LSU. Yes. There you go. So is that the correct order? I, I think it is. Um, it would have been well. So going recent to Georgia, Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Bama, LSU. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. So I missed Mississippi State. You missed Mississippi State. You guessed Jam- Vanderbilt. Everybody Bulldogs. thinks Vanderbilt. Yeah. Those Bulldogs. Forgot about that. But year. think about that. I mean, the SEC now in three of the the more popular sports. Yeah. Right. Last two College World Series. SEC. Last two women's college basketball, SEC. Last four football, which is the biggest one, mm-hmm. SEC. SEC. It's it's frustrating because you look at them at the Big How Ten conference. How close have they been in men's basketball? I'll look at that the last few. So men's How basketball, a lot of times been. it's Big East. Yeah. So, I mean, we can we can look that up real quick here just on uh, men's basketball champions. champions. Um, I mean, because it's been a couple years since, like, Kentucky has been in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, here we go. We got it. So the last the last time the SEC won a title game in men's basketball would have been 2012 Ooh. with Kentucky. Yeah. So and and since then in basketball it's been since Kentucky ACC with a 35 and five Rick Pitino team, mm-hmm. Connecticut with Kevin Ollie, then Duke. ACC. So 2014, Kentucky was in the national championship yes. game. That's what I was looking for is just how close yep. they've been at least. So Kentucky was in the national championship game. Then you had Duke over Wisconsin in 2015. Mm-hmm. Villanova over North Carolina. That's Big East over ACC. Yep. Then you have ACC over the WAC when you have North Carolina beating Gonzaga. The Big East over the Big Ten. Villanova over Michigan. The ACC over the Big 12 with Virginia over Texas Tech. No tournament. No tournament because of COVID. Then it's Big 12 over the WAC again, Baylor over Gonzaga. Are they in the WAC or the West Coast Conference? 
West Coast Conference, excuse yeah. me, the WCC. Okay. There's too many then West Coast There, there are way too many. Whatever. Then Kansas, Big 12 over North Carolina ACC. So the Big 12 won back-to-back. The Big 12 did win Look back-to-back. But here's here's what's so interesting with like Big 10 just sports, right? Is because during the regular season, it, it really feels like the Big 10 conference is a regular season type of conference. How many times do we sit there during men's basketball and say, "Oh, they're the best. They're the best conference in the country." Always one always has one team as a one seed at least. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, and and same with with college football. Yeah, pretty popular. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State are right there. Yep. They're in the playoff. They're right there. Michigan and Ohio it. State are right there. And, and and you could even argue that this last year Ohio State probably should have won it. Michigan could have won it. Michigan could have won it. Michigan is is probably favored higher than Ohio State going into this season. They're not replacing yeah. a quarterback. They're yeah, not replacing right. a running back. They're not replacing a Jackson Smith and Jigba on the outside. That's very important. He but hey, it's okay because it's okay because Ohio State has a guy in Marvin Harrison, junior, junior, not senior. The former Colts guy is not coming back to college. I think he could get like four touchdowns in a, in a full season. Oh, that'd be interesting to in see. In a full season, I think he could get at least four. It depends if he's one of those former players that stays in insane shape. That is a good question. I haven't, haven't seen Marvin Harrison recently. I don't know if he'd get you know a long pass for a touchdown, but you get a 15 yards, a 15-yarder might max out at that. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to burn anybody, but he'll he'll run a crisp route. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I I completely agree. Um, so th- just I, I thought that was interesting. Once again, the the SEC has won the last four college football titles with three different teams, mm-hmm. the last two women's college basketball titles with two different teams, and the last two CWS titles with two different teams in in all major sports. And they've got at least two of the top. What Vanderbilt and Tennessee? I don't know if Vanderbilt's top five in baseball. Yeah. I don't so, know if they are right now. The, I know Tennessee is right up there. They're they look like a monster. Well, so they they have. Um, I'm blanking on their their uh, manager's name. Here here's this for you because mm-hmm. you forget that Tommy Tanks from NC State last year, yes, transferred to LSU. Oh he, oh you forget that Tommy Tanks transferred to LSU. You do so that. so LSU is ranked number one with a 21 and three record this year in baseball. Mm, they're twenty one and three. LSU at the College World Series is the best. Well, it's always. I mean, that's kind of also Omaha's team when they show up to they Omaha. They have the best fans. Um, LSU, and then number two, DP actually tweeted out about this one day a couple weeks ago. Oh. Wake Forest is number two in the country in college baseball. Yep. Florida is number three. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt four, Arkansas six, South Carolina nine, Tennessee ten. So in the top ten. The SEC holds one, two, three, four, six, five, six out of the top ten spots <laughs> in college baseball. The ACC has two of them. ACC has two in uh, Virginia and Wake Forest. Then you have Stanford in the Pac-12, which mm-hmm. is number seven in the country. And East Carolina's—I don't know what they are. What is East? Carolina? What what conference would East Carolina be in? Come on, text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. What conference is East Carolina in? This is now this is now a question. I wish Nick, we, I wish it. we had stuff to give away. Nick, don't answer it. I want to see whoever gets it right uh, first. Whoever course. gets it right first, can... we can give them T-shirts. We have ticket T-shirts. Oh, a ticket T-shirt? Yeah. Whoever gets it right first. Okay. What conference is East Carolina in? For baseball. I don't know if is it's it different. different. I don't know if it's different, but I just looked it up. I feel so like whichever... I, I feel like I know, but now I can't say it. That's fine. We can go, keep going down the road. Um, Louisville is eleven. 
Twelfth is UCLA, new Big Twi- Big Ten member coming Soon up, to be. upcoming. Think about so that's what's crazy here. That's UCLA, UCLA, hey, uh, Missy Madog. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Uh, Kidoba guy ah, wins a T-shirt. I was wrong. All right, Kidoba guy, stop by the station. We'll give you a T-shirt. It is the American Athletic Conference. See, I also thought it was the Mac unnamed texter. I was wrong. Yeah, so I'll I'll even double check here. The East Carolina Pirates baseball team is a full member of the American Athletic Conference. The AAC, who is losing two of their members next season. That's true. Shout out to, uh, what, no, not Louisville. Shout out to uh, Cincinnati and UCF. All right, so there you go. Kidoba guy, wins, and Kidoba, Kidoba guy wins a T-shirt. There you go. Nice job, Kidoba guy. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and take our time out. When we come back, we'll – Campbell is 15th. Campbell is 15th. <laughs> but – that's really weird. Florida Gulf Coast is 16. Future, future Big Ten member UCLA is the highest somewhat Big Ten member at 12th. And the, o- the only Big Ten team is number 25, Iowa. Because I don't think I skipped over anybody else. You did not. Iowa at 25th, 19-3 and three this year. They have a guy that throws 104 miles per hour, former uh, Iowa Hawkeye wide receiver. He played two sports for the Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. He's like, he just came out, I want to say last week or two weeks ago, saying, hey, I'm only going to focus on baseball. Probably the better decision when you, uh, when you are throwing 104. So, nice, good, g- good decision on that part. We're joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska to talk Husker hoops and football coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.